Welcome to Never Stop Conquering, a podcast that is out of the box funny while untangling something that's probably getting in your way. Tina's guests are business owners, executives, celebrities, and influencers who share their best stuff because they never stop conquering. These are not just good idea fairies. Today, we're giving you the steps to take so you too can achieve what nobody thinks is possible. Now, here's your host, Tina Shulky. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Today's episode is going to be all about trust and your relationship to trust. And one of my favorite people to talk about trust with um, and who I happen to trust as much or more than anybody else in my life. I think Jim, my husband, is at the top, but um, there are a few people that I trust entirely, like where I can be my whole self and share and also receive. Um, And that's something that I just kind of noticed. So let me introduce you to this guy, uh, Mike Sherrick. Mike Sherrick is an executive coach that works with our company, Change Management, and he is an expert in explaining how trust works, but also in exercising and testing trust daily, maybe even by the minute. So, Mike, say hi to everyone and and let's talk. Hey, everyone, and let's talk. (laughs) It's really great to be here, and this this subject is... uh, I think it's one that people take for granted and don't examine enough because trust really informs a lot of what we say and how we operate in the world. Yeah. And without it, um, things get wacky. Well, if you think about it, if you step into anything that you do Mm -hmm. without trust, all you get, I think, is anxiety. Well, yeah. Yeah, well, because... What anxiety is, it's a fear of the future. And if you don't trust what you're stepping into, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be, we can swear, right? It's going to be a shit show. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So that, that's really what it's about. So trust is trust is foundational to, you know, accomplishing, especially what we do, you know, mm-hmm. in, in implementing and leading change and changing cultures and changing processes and changing um, anything anyone's out to do. Well, know. really, leadership. We are changing leadership, yeah. how leaders well, that's, yeah, that's approach their job. Yeah, that's really what it is. And what's really interesting about that, whenever you move into the future, right, it's has it typically hasn't been proven or it wouldn't be in the future, right? <laughs> yeah. Because if it's proven, it's in the past. Right. So any kind of future-based activities hasn't been proven, and everybody wants evidence. So how do you do it? So it's done through declaration. And how do you make declaration, the process of declaration, the process of creating a future, do so in a way? Explain trust. declaration for our audience. I don't know if everybody declares things. Yeah, well, declaration, like the Declaration of Independence, you know, we were not independent. We were owned by England, and we decided, hey, listen, it would be cool if we were going to be independent. So they spoke into the future that created the United States as an independent entity, an independent country, for we, the people, for the people which was different than the way it was set up, which was a, a servant colony of, you know, King George. Right. So we spoke it into existence, and then eight years later it happened, there had to be a little scuffle in there. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, but that's how it happened. 
Yeah. So a declaration can simply be um, speaking your vision mm-hmm. as if it has already occurred. Yeah, John Kennedy did it. Yeah, you know, we're putting absolutely. Movie, right? Yep. Um, Gandhi did it, you know, in freeing India. Martin Luther King did it, and I had a dream. You know, right. All these guys. Ronald Reagan did it, and, you know, tear the wall down. Mm-hmm. All this stuff. Every, every great experience that's happened in the future that happened in our history occurred through really declaration. Right, know? right. I mean, Thomas Edison did it. You know, oh, I, even simple things. We're going to get married. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to have a child. Yeah. We're going to graduate, whatever it might be. Exactly. Yeah, it, it's um, all a declaration. Mm-hmm. So, Mike, you and I have talked, and you had, like, one of the best ways to explain, like, what trust is and, like, wh- whether or not it needs to be earned, right? Yeah. Like, okay, so I met you for about a half a second yeah. on the phone, mm-hmm. And about a half a second later, we knew we trusted each other. Why? Why could we do that? And why isn't that true for everyone? Well, it's how people hold trust. You know, people have it like it's something that's got to be earned or something like that. That's kind of of crazy to me, right? Mm -hmm. Because what is trust? Trust, the way I hold trust is trust is a gift I give. Just like any gift, I choose who I give it to. I choose who I not give it to. And if you're a generous human being, you're probably going to give it to more people than not give it to them, right? Yeah. So I'm like Oprah, you get my trust and you get my trust yeah, and you yeah. get my trust, right? And so yeah. when you, and when you give your trust, you give it to someone freely as a gift of you, right? Right. And then when you give it to them, what are they going to do with it? When they get a gift, there's a lot of things they can they can really like relish it and go, holy shit, this is awesome. You gave me your trust and treat it as such. Other people can say, oh, thank you for your trust and put it on the shelf and not and ignore it. Or other people can take it and go break it. Yeah. And, and or so, some people can even immediately reject it. Or they can reject it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. They can do whatever they want. Right. The, the challenge is when we give a, a gift away, the, the act of giving something away relinquishes us of attachment of it. Like we just put it out there. It does, but not all of us realize that. Well, that, and that therein lies the breakdown, right? Right. So we become attached, but that's not really trust. Right. That's a form of manipulation, actually. I'm, it's quid pro quo, to quote the famous <laughs> phrase, right? Oh, that's a little charged. I know, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to give you this, and you're going to give me something back. And what's really weird is oftentimes when we do that, we don't have the quid pro quo worked out. Right. We have an expectation of it, and then we hold people because, hey, I gave them that. They didn't give me anything. And it, that whole mishigash starts, right? Yeah. So really what it is, it's like relinquishing any attachment and just seeing what happens. In a way, it's kind of pay it forward, but... It's, it's, it's kind of a test and experiment. You get to see how human beings are with it. And that's really how I hold trust. The other thing, too, to do that, you've got to trust yourself. True. You've got to have a really, really solid relationship with yourself. Like, if I give this away, am I going to be okay? If I give this away, am I going to get hurt somehow? If I give this away, and you're not going to get, how can you be hurt if you give your trust to someone and someone breaks it? I don't know. It's happened for me. Um, feelings get hurt. My feelings get hurt. Am I going to be okay? Absolutely. Did I learn something? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I really did. Um, and then what do I do? Like, it doesn't prevent me it's so far. It has never prevented me from not trusting somebody else. But that one person who broke my trust, I might not trust them the same. Well, just like if you give someone, or maybe even ever again. Yeah. Well, if you give someone a really cool birthday present, yeah, right, and they 
go and they disregard it or they, you're not going to go out of your way to give them because they don't appreciate it. Right. So don't be foolish. Right. The act of giving on a task is an act of incredible vulnerability and, and also courage. Yeah. And it's really intended to move something forward. It's a gift. It it's is. It's giving ourselves. It's stepping outside of our comfort zone, our, our safe space, shall we say. Right. And putting ourselves out there. It's also this kind of like growing living thing. Sure. So if I give somebody my trust and they b- break my trust, mm-hmm. but I notice, you know, they came back and they're responsible about it, right? Yeah. Like they're like, oh, wow, I'm sorry. Yeah. I see what happened here. Mm-hmm. Um, let me do better. Yeah. They really care. I'll give them my trust again. Of course you will. Absolutely. Because... I'm human too. I am 100% sure I have fucked things up, right? Like I have (laughs) messed up. Yeah. Yeah. I have broken trust. I have hurt people. I don't intend to, and I don't do it frequently, but um, man, it is one of the things I value most in others and in relationships that I have is if I mess up and somebody can go, it's okay. Let's work on this. Let's work this out. Yeah, Tina, I think that's... Or even it's not okay, but let's work this out. <laughs> well, yeah, but see, I think that's part of the trust in yourself. Like, when yeah. you get to a level of self-awareness, you realize your humanity. Uh-huh. You realize your your gifts, your brightness, your strength, your, you know, the, the, the contribution you are, but you also learn about your darkness, and you learn about where you failed, and you learn about your humanity and your frailty. Mm-hmm. And when you can accept that with yourself, you can accept it with others. I think all too often we're really tough on ourselves. Yeah. And we don't accept our less than awesome elements of us. And we try to cover it up. When we, you know, and when we cover mm-hmm. that stuff up. How do we know what's less than awesome? Like, how do I we know for sure? Is. Well, I think you got to examine it. You got to tell the truth. Yeah. You know, like, were you a shithead? Where, where have you been a shithead? Right? Oh, I've been a jerk. Oh, or where, my gosh. Where, where are you? You know, one thing is really check in. Where are you inauthentic? Where are you completely full of shit? Yeah. Or or maybe not completely. Like, or where you want to scare Uh-huh. Where I'm afraid is more where I see it in myself. Um, I know that I can create a really safe and trusting environment for others to be whatever and whoever they need to be to share whatever information they need to. I, um, I know that that is a gift that I have and I really appreciate that others step into that, right? Like I am completely amazed and honored and, huh? Like it touches me deep in my soul when somebody trusts me with information and see me as somebody that they can work this out with, right? Like help me see this differently, help me work on this, whatever it is. And that's what we do as a coach frequently. It's really rare that I give that back. It's rare that I will trust somebody enough where I can be that vulnerable. Mm -hmm. So I have all kinds of ways of keeping that shield up Yeah. that probably don't serve me well, but have at the same time served me well enough mm-hmm. where it's a strength. It's a really well-exercised muscle. Well, you know, what, what you just described is a, kind of a growth pattern a lot of leaders have, right? Uh-huh. Like leaders, they'll, and then they'll get to the, like the top of the curve where they start to see where, 
what got him there isn't going to work that much longer. There's going to be an end of it. Yeah. And for you to get to the next level, that's just your next step is all it is. Yeah. It's worked really well to this point. You've developed great relationships and good business and all this other stuff. And now the next thing is like, because when you can get, get clear on where you can be vulnerable, then that's going to open up again. Right. You know, because in the beginning, when you were creating that safe space, there had to be vulnerability for you in the first place. Hmm. Right? Yeah. I haven't really, hadn't really looked at it like that. Yeah, it's, it's just the way growth curve. Yeah. You know, the, the growth curve, the way it works is really fascinating. Mm-hmm. You know, and then when you start to plateau, I'm like, oh, okay. Now what? Yeah. I start breaking stuff. That's what happens for me. But, yeah. but a lot of people get comfortable there. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. What else do you see with leaders and trust? Oh, I, you know. Like what's something common? Uh, we work with so many leaders, right? So many people that are up to big things. I think, I think the, the biggest challenge that I'm seeing pretty much is leaders are really great at, at understand, like, like when you just described, they can create a space and they can look out there, but like what, where do they hold themselves back? Mm-hmm. Where do they stop? Because they're, they're kind of the cap on the growth of the organization. You know? Oh, that's heavy. Right. To know as a leader, it is. like you hire all these great people way better than you often. Right. And then, the you bring them in, and you're the one who's the in their way. Yeah, you're oh, the constraint. Man, that I know. Sucks. They should be throwing up in their mouths right now. <laughs> I know. But it's the truth. And, and the, the thing is, is that what what makes leaders great is they'll break through that. Right. You know, and that's that's why coaches are so important, and that's why we're doing the thing with the coach because there's not enough coaches out there that have the courage to hold a leader that's capping his organization to account right. and reflect it to them. Say, listen, dude, yeah. guess where the problem lies? Yeah. Not out there. And it's true. Like even for me, so like I coach, I have a company that is full of coaches and consultants yeah. and um, I'm still the limiting factor, like uh-huh. to just to consistently shine a light on that. So I can keep working on it. Keep cool. getting to that next level is important. I have a coach that I work with um, for myself yeah. and that helps yeah, a lot. Yeah, exactly. And then working among coaches. Oh yeah. You guys will call me out on my stuff all the time. And I Here's appreciate that. Yeah. If you really are the limiting factor uh-huh. in your business, then guess what? You got a really high functioning business. Oh, that's good. Okay. Yeah. Thank you're you. right. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> See, there's a light side to every dark thing. Everything. Everything. So, um, what I was going to kind of go back to is you mentioned, hey, that's why we're doing this thing. Mm-hmm. And the thing that Mike is talking about um, is something that he worked hard to create and we work together to make it possible and available for, for people. Um, and that is our executive coaching and leadership discovery and creation series. Yeah, yeah. It's a 10-series program that takes about eight months to complete um, and it will tune people up to be coaches for executives and leaders and also um, whether that they do that independently as a coach and consultant um, or if they want to do it internally in a larger organization and create that kind of leadership and opportunity within the organization that they're employed. Um, It's been really remarkable. Yeah. To see what happens and how 
people grow quickly, um, become so self-aware, are prepared to be the kind of leaders that the future needs, not the future or, or not yesterday's news, right? Not yeah. yesterday's leaders. Um, so that's, that's been fantastic. If anybody is interested in that, get in touch with Mike or I will just click on the email or contact us at the, uh, at the website for the podcast. Um, and we'll get in touch, but wow. Yeah. We need more people, more leaders, um, stepping into trust in new ways, and building and creating trust as a platform. Yeah, you know the the thing that the thing I really saw this morning as, as it relates to trust. You know, we live in a time of a lot of information, a lot of technology, and now there's all this analytics and all this data. And I was fascinated. And you know, the political thing is is you know it fires everybody up, but it's it's really just a a mirror of how we operate as a culture. You know. And the three people left in the, in the race, shall we say, the one on the Republican side and the two on the Democratic side. Which today, um, let's see, what, it's February? No, it's Oh, March, no, it's March. March oh, come on, it's March 3rd. Yeah. yeah. Su- the day after Super Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. March 4th, and, thank you. And so what I'm seeing is that the people that are still in the game. Yeah, are, Trump, Sanders, and Biden. Joe Biden are people that people relate to on a personal level. Right. Right. True. They're not, they're not, uh, they're not about the issues in no, the process. No, they're, they connect on a personal level and all three of them connect to three different constituencies. Right. Yeah. But, but they go like deep into yeah, the, people, it's really personal their own personality, yeah. their own person. Right. And, and I yeah. think that's, that's this, as we've gone through this, this technological boom, Right. Mm-hmm. And we've gotten all this data and this analytics and all this stuff. I think the real thing in leadership is how do we connect to the people that we're, we need to connect to? And how do we do so in a way that's personal, that really connects to them on a you know, one-to-one basis? Yeah, not just being personal or talking about personal yeah. things, but being yeah. real. Yeah. Yeah. Which being foundation- authentic. Which is foundational to trust. Right. Right. And I think that's that's why this subject is so important because it's foundational to authenticity creates trust. Right. And it's foundational to connection. And when you can connect, that's how you can get things done. That's how you get people mobilized. Right. You know? It's not about like the mask you wear to no. to be successful or look successful. It's not the way you be like in the doing sense of being like the things that you do to be successful. Um, it is really getting back to who you are, no matter what. Well, look at the big turnaround Joe Biden had. All he had to do was go back to being Joe Biden. Right? That's <laughs> yeah. All he had to do. Yeah. Stop being, I don't know what he was doing before. Yeah. You know? I think he was trying to play the game. He yeah. was being a little too strategic and, yeah. and also defensive. He yeah. was being attacked. Yeah. Yeah. He, little, you know, he got his butt and all this other stuff. He just went back to being Joe and everybody yeah. doesn't love Joe. And so, yeah. Being Joe who let his wife like push somebody off stage. <laughs> that was crazy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love that. She said, I'm a Philly girl. I know. <laughs> like, Whoa. I know. That's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. No. So I, I think that's foundational. The trust is just human beings connecting with one another. Yeah, I agree. And there's no better way to do that. Just reach out.
You're listening to the Never Stop Conquering podcast, the show that inspires change so you never stop conquering with your host, Tina Schulke. What do you do when trust is broken? Like, what do you notice? Do you have... Uh, I want to kill people. (laughs) Um, Boy. He hasn't, by the way. (laughs) Anyone can tie me directly to a DNA evidence. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, you know, I got to get real responsible for me. Like, the impact it has on me, I got to get really complete with it. I got to get really responsible. Like, where? what can I own? Yeah. Really, what can I own? And uh, do you see that, like, listeners? Are you noticing that his first response is to turn inward? Like, my trust was broken. Rather than saying, "Hey, you broke my trust. You're a jerk, right? Or you don't know how to do this thing in the relationship." My first thought. You said, "How do I get restored?" Oh, ah. Yes. So your first thought is you. you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. But then a, I just forgot about a because I'm like, no, that's not the mic I see. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's good. That's honest. No, no, I'm human. Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. Way human. Oh, I see other things that make you really clearly human to me. (laughs) But no, that that's really what it is. But it's really like if you want to if you want to get back in making stuff work, you got to look inside where you're responsible. That's yeah. Only, only push power. So what does that look like? Like, what can you take as a responsibility? Give an example or a story. Can you well, share I'll something? Give, I'll give you a good yeah. example. Okay. So recently, um, I, I have this uh, rental property, right? Mm-hmm. And my tenant moved out and turned off the heat and turned off the power and didn't tell me about it. Yeah. Right? Oh, gosh. And it was the coldest week of the year and a pipe broke and basically destroyed my house. Oh, yeah. More than basically. It's destroyed. It's pretty messed up. Yeah. Oh. So I was pretty pissed at him. Yeah. You know, but being pissed at him wasn't going to get the house fixed. And so I had to take full responsibility. And I had to look at like what went on, including that there's a clause in the insurance that if I didn't take reasonable care of the property, you know, wouldn't be covered. It wouldn't be covered. So there's like a sixty thousand dollar loss. Wow. And so I'm looking at sixty thousand dollars, and I told him right away. I said, "Listen, I, here's what I know: is they go, how did the pipes freeze? I said the power's off, and it red flags all over. I had to go through this whole inquiry and this whole. Wow. Thing. I just owned it. Yeah. I said, here's what happened. Here's the timeline. Yeah. yeah. And luckily, they came back and I said, you know, you operated responsibly given this and the whole thing. And right. I didn't have to prove anything, but I just told the truth about it. Was there a chance they could have rejected it? Absolutely. As a matter of fact, the adjuster said it was up to me. I wouldn't have covered it. Wow. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but it is covered, right? Yeah. yeah. I said, okay, good. Well, thank you. you know? Yeah. But, you know, you're, otherwise you're out of pocket, 50000 bucks. Uh-huh. You know? And it was a mess, and it's a beautiful house. And there's going to be some stuff that's wrecked, and, you know, we'll see what happens. So you don't trust that guy anymore? I, the, the fact that it matters, I should have never trusted again in the first place. I've known him for a long time. It was one of the, and that's where when I went back and looked, you know, it was, I was living in the world of hope because he's, he's a guy who's had a series of events in his life. And I've known him for 35 years. Yeah. That is basically untrustworthy. You yeah. Know? And I, I gotta, I gotta look at myself like, why would I allow that to go on? It was mostly, I was lazy. I didn't want to be bothered with it. I, you know, I, I had other things going on. I didn't yeah. put it as a priority. I mean, all this stuff, right? When I really look at it mm-hmm. and 
would it have changed anything? Probably not, you know. But, um, you know, I really had to be responsible. And there's things I learned, too. Right. You know, and it's, and usually what happens when that happens, there's some level of accounting that you want to put in, mm -hmm. you know. Sure. But, yeah, but that's just, a, that's an example of something that happened, you know, recently. Yeah, that's a great example. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Bad story. I mean, <laughs> Oh. Not anything anybody wants, you but but imagine. thank you, great example. You like <laughs> That's a great story. Thank you, you Joe. It's a really your bad thing. Going, uh, dude, the water's running in your house, and he hears it from the outside. So yeah, in in below zero weather, yeah, below zero. you hear water running. Never yeah, good. Never good. <laughs> Eight inches of standing water in your basement. So. Oh. Yeah. 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 Cool. So, I think mm. bottom line, mm -hmm. bottom line. Um, our recommendation, right? If we had a to-do list for people to understand their relationship to trust, I, I think first step is, is get to know how you trust. Do you give it like a gift immediately? Well, I would say knowingly, like, yeah. are you aware or unaware of I, that I giving? I even before that, do you trust yourself? And do you trust yourself? Yeah, maybe you look know? at that. Do you trust like, yourself? Or if you don't, where do you not trust yourself? Where mm. do you not trust yourself with? It's a yeah. truth there. That's the place to look, I think, first and foremost. Yeah. Um, hmm. So what do you see? I know what I see, but what do you see? Do people tend to trust others where they don't trust themselves, or do they tend to protect themselves from others who they suspect might be untrustworthy in those areas? I think that one. I agree. Yeah. yeah, that's a good way to do it. Tr yeah. Check in to see where you trust yourself and where you don't, yeah. and then see how that's impacting your relationships. Yeah, yeah. Especially, you know, in the the cultural and gender differences that we have. Mm -hmm. you know, notice how we're assigning blame to others that are different than us. Yeah. You know, I, I think that's the first thing, as opposed to really looking in the mirror where we where are we creating that dis disconnection from trust. By who we're being. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And I think the other thing is, what do we need? You know? Like, what sure. do you need? Like, so when, when you when you go to really get to know yourself, what do you need to trust yourself? You know? And what do you need from other people? If you need something, ask for it. Yeah. Right? Like, what do you need? Mm-hmm. You know? And when you go to ask for it, just step in with trust. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, that's your first practice. Yeah. So check in on yourself. What's your own relationship to trusting yourself? Well, that's why the first conversation we had, I mean, you called me up. You had a need. Yeah. You oh, I absolutely You did. told me exactly what it was. And I was like, duck soup. This is like a can of shell. I mean, come on. <laughs> I want to do this. This, yeah. is like, this is like the world I live in. This is not a problem. You know? Yeah. And so, yeah. So it was just, sure. Why wouldn't I want to do that? Right. Because you know? there's there's way more resources out there we have that we Everyone, that, that's part of the getting to know themselves. It's like you view like a gap or something as a weakness. It's not. It's just, you know, mm -hmm. you can only do so much. And then I would say like the second thing for our listeners to take a look at is how do you respond when trust is broken? Yeah. Like totally acknowledge that first I want to kill you mm -hmm. thought, right? Yeah. Or it's all about them thought. Mm -hmm. But then look inward. Yeah. Like what am I responsible for in this breakdown? And then choose what you want to do about it. Like, yeah. do I want to rebuild this trust? Yeah. Do I want to see if there's something there? Yeah. Is there something else I need to do? Where do I need to be more aware mm -hmm. and mindful of, yeah. of trust and the gifts that I give? Mm -hmm. Yeah.
Anything else we need to say? I think so. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Have a great week, everyone, and tune in next Thursday for Never Stop Cockering. Thanks for joining us this week on Never Stop Conquering Podcast. Make sure to visit our website, neverstopconquering.com. C-O-N-Q-U-E-R-I-N-G. Never Stop Conquering. Where you can subscribe so you'll never miss a show. And while you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on Apple, Spotify, Luminary, Captivate, Stitcher, wherever you listen. Or even better, tell your friends to listen in too. If you're really serious about this and never want to stop conquering, Tina and her team are available for private coaching, corporate consulting, and keynote speaking. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode. Thank you and enjoy today.